On Spotify, you can listen to all of your favorite podcasts and artists in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account. And Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're actually listening to right now. On Spotify, you can also follow your favorite podcast so you never miss an episode. And premium users can download episodes to listen to offline wherever you are. Easily share what you're listening to with your friends on Instagram. So if you haven't already done so, be sure to download the Spotify app, search for your podcast on Spotify, or browse podcasts in your library tab. Also, make sure to follow me so you never miss an episode of Edison 32K Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Edison 30K Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. This is another, I guess, second continuation part to um, the podcast I did in the last series where I uh, talked about uh, workplace experiences, interview topics, and um, I guess Chang from Hello Talk had actually brought up a, a list of questions or a list of topics that she wanted me to talk about. And uh, the second part of that that whole question I didn't have uh, time to address, so I'm probably going to address it uh, right now. So today we'll just keep it, you know, uh, fairly simple. We'll just touch base on like the health lifestyle topic. And uh, I guess that also ties into like food recipe topics, right? Like by no means am I like a nutritionist or anything like that, but I think we can all pay a very important, uh, pay good attention to our health because that ties into um, you know, the, the kind of sports we play, the food we consume, and all that, all those things uh, indirectly affect one another, right? And that also leads into your, like, your well-being, your happiness, um, how you carry yourself at work, and how you treat other peers. Um, the list goes on and on, but I think uh, health, lifestyle is very important. Uh, oftentimes, we hear people saying, you know, you should find a job with a good workplace balance and you can have a balance between work and life, leisure and, and work and studies, uh, so on and so forth. So I think that um, in times such as today where everybody's doing like two or three jobs, like part-time jobs, aside from their full-time jobs, such as like photography, uh, mechanic, YouTube podcast, such as what I'm doing, I think it's good to have like a balance. So what exactly does uh, a healthy lifestyle um hold right and i think everybody has a different perspective on this but for me personally i think a good healthy lifestyle means that you balance your work and you balance your time and you exercise at least probably like 15 20 minutes a day where you actually get your heart rate up to like over 100 um you're sweating you're feeling good and i think not only does it come from exercising right but it's also things you consume like the foods, the calories, the trans fats, like, you know, all the sodium, all that stuff. I mean, I don't pay, pay fully attention, to be honest, to, like, all those things. But I try to eat, like, salads. I try to eat, like, fruit. I try to exercise. Actually, I do exercise a lot. Um, I go to the gym about two to three times a week. And then we have a tennis group here in Los Angeles that I, I, I'm part of. So we have been playing for the last seven or eight years together. So we're, we're a really pr- uh, pretty tight-knit uh, group. And... I think just maintaining a, a, a balanced diet, you know, like, for example, like, I have a couple of coworkers at work that just pretty much, they're pretty big. When I say big, I mean, in terms of, like, weight and size. Uh, so, I, you know, don't want to say anything because it's not in, in my power or a- anything to do with me. It's not part of my business to, like, tell you what you should or what you shouldn't eat, right? But... Let's just say a couple of these guys, I see them always eating like donuts, ice cream, candy, 
Uh, I mean, I understand they get stressed out. So certain people deal with stress different ways. Certain people eat like ice cream, dessert, like matcha, cheesecakes, all those things. And then certain people um, address their stress differently. Like for me, I like to run, right? I like to go driving through the canyons and I like to play tennis. Um, those things, I guess when you develop healthy habits, they kind of follow you, right? And I think it takes about 23 days to develop habit and like a few months to like break habits. So try to develop healthy habits, guys. And um, I think your body will thank you in the long run. So for me, a typical day starts with like Monday through Friday work day. Um, and I work about 9 to 6, 6.30 p.m. I get off work, you know, I, I go to the gym. And prior to going to the gym, I usually eat like a banana or eat like a small little toast or sandwich or something like that to kind of keep my body um, not uh, that, keep my body having some kind of energy. So when I when I exercise or when I do cardio, when I run, I'm burning it. So that's something good to keep in mind. But um, it's it all comes back to like get you later on in life. You know, if you you have a bad lifestyle, like if you eat bad, you sleep late, your skin suffers, and you might develop like side effects. Um, and what I noticed is that like when you get a lot older, like I'm 33 now, but when I was younger, I could go to sleep around like one or two, even three, and I'd be fine waking up at like seven in the morning going to class. But when you are like 30 or higher and you sleep late, it's so hard to like function the next day. And I noticed sleep definitely does affect you because when you don't get enough sleep, I notice for me, I get really grumpy. And when I get grumpy, like I can't focus well, I snap a lot at coworkers. Even when my boss tells you to do something, I get really annoyed at that, you know? So I think indirectly, there's so many factors in your life that affects your overall well-being, you know? And if you're happy in your heart, it affects your work, how you talk to other people, your relationships with your family, your friends, your peers. And it, it's like a trickle-down effect, you know, like a domino effect. So I think being healthy and happy plays a really big role in your life. And being having a healthy lifestyle is so key. Um but going back to my daily work week, that's just Monday through Fridays, working all day, playing tennis here and there. But luckily, I have a gym at my work, so I can go to work out whenever I feel like it. So um, I think it's really cool working out at the gym, too, because like when you're you know, trying to work out and there's a bunch of people there or there's a lot of like people like just lifting next to you like i know if you're first like a beginner you're lifting out working out in the gym you feel that kind of pressure you know where the guy's like lifting and he's like muscular he's super strong and you're like this scrawny weak guy you're like oh my gosh what what am i doing next to this guy you feel bad right but the gyms at work or the gym that i have at my work it's super cool because there's like people from all different types of ages like 40 year olds 50 year olds like 20 year olds like young kids like everybody is like like always just trying to better themselves you know like so you don't feel bad because there's people there that are like overweight but they're trying hard and you know you got to start somewhere right so if you're always going to laugh at people and you're always going to like try to tease them for trying to become better like take a look at yourself go look in the mirror you know so um i mean chang i don't know what your lifestyle is is but um i hope that you have a healthy lifestyle too and i hope that you know you take the time out to exercise because exercise definitely does keep you in shape not only that but it makes you happy you know and I know when you exercise, you release like a lot of like chemicals within your body and your brain and you feel just good just from sweating a lot, you know. So um, just, you know, I mentioned in my last podcast, I was recovering from a cold. So um, I'm finally better, about 95% better. So I think I'm probably going to start working out again this next coming week. Um, but yeah, uh, I really encourage you guys to exercise and, and 
I know when you're young, your metabolism is fast. You know, you can digest things and, and eat a lot of calories and not worry about a lot of things. But when you get older, you got to be more careful about that. So I think um, what you consume, you know, be careful. You don't have to, like, check the nutritional uh, menu in the back of everything you eat. But at least, you know, be mindful. Like, hey, you know, like, you shouldn't be eating, like, a lot of pizzas or a lot of, like, hamburgers, a lot of, like, fatty stuff. A lot of, like, you know, just eat a salad here and there. Um, you know, eat, eat more fish. You know, you, you guys get the, get what I'm trying to say, right? But um, let's kind of switch gears a little bit and talk about food. So my favorite food is actually sushi, okay? And the very first time I had sushi when I was, I think I was like 12, and uh, my parents took me to this restaurant in Sacramento, city where I grew up. It's called Mikuni, M-I-K-U-N-I, Mikuni. And I don't know what that stands for. If any of you guys out there that speak Japanese know what this is, please let me know. But Mikuni is a very, very good Americanized Japanese restaurant. And when I say Americanized, it's geared towards like American people, like white people, because the taste that they make their sushi is like very unique, right? They have all these like special sauces, special like meat on top. It looks very fancy, you know? Like if you guys ever been in Japan and had the fancy type of sushi, it's like, it's very good, but it's very like simple. And that's how sushi should be. But then, you know, like when you come over to America, like people are more creative here. They like to like try different things so mikuni was invented actually by a japanese owner his actually his name was taro i think so um if you guys are in town or in sacramento definitely check out mikuni it's really good but uh in terms of food i like sushi because it's like it's healthy it does have some carbs because it has white rice but try not to eat too much of that um i also love hot pot like taiwanese uh huoguo huoguo means hot pot in chinese and it's like you have a like a big bowling tub of broth and you dip your food in there your 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 meat and you cook it and you serve it with everybody so hugo and sushi are like my favorite things but i also think that um you know i'm open to like pasta i love pasta too especially like crab ravioli or like lobster pasta oh my gosh like clam pasta it's so good um sometimes a funny funny thing is like i crave pizza once in a while when you don't have something for a while you kind of want it but i think um, whatever you guys like, I think you should still be mindful as you get older to like watch out for the carbs, the sugar levels, the salt levels, sodium levels, all those things, and make sure you exercise. You know, so I think uh, more often than not, people eat bad but they exercise, which is not good either. So try to have a balance. Um, but yeah, let's take a little quick break, you know, and uh, when we come back, we're gonna switch gears and we're gonna combine. Uh, the, this this podcast and answer all of Chang's questions into this whole entire series and we'll talk about like I guess relationship topics and we'll leave that for last because that's like a really wide range of topic I don't know where I'm going to go with this topic yet but I'm just going to go with it and see if you guys have any questions and talk about like some of my personal experiences not get too much into detail but I think um, get into enough detail where you kind of know exactly what uh, I guess you people want to hear you know so we'll talk about what what some of those things are such as like love how to deal with love how to deal with like breakup you know how to find the right person and then if you don't find the right person how to love yourself and just it's okay being alone and being by yourself because that's like the best time is when you grow the most so let's take a quick break and we come back we'll talk about uh relationships uh with chang's talk chang's question from hello talk so uh see you guys in a second All right, guys, welcome back to Edges in 30 Gate Podcast. This is part two of the last episode uh, that we just filmed. Uh, we talked about uh, topics such as like um, 
health and lifestyle topics, certain foods to eat. Um, this is in relation to Chang's question on Hello Talk. But uh, in the second part of the show, we're going to talk about um, love and relationship topics. So I think this topic is super broad. It, 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 there's so many things that you can touch base on. Um, but I'm going to try to keep it very uh, bare bones, very minimal. And I just focused on love and relationship with your family instead of like talking about like boyfriend, girlfriend, what everybody wants to, wants to hear. So we'll talk about, uh, you know, how to maintain a healthy, I guess, relationship with your family. We'll talk about like um, relationships with your parents, uh, whether it's like as an adult or as a kid. Um, you know, like, and we'll talk a little bit about like maybe, maybe some of my own personal experiences. But um, when you hear people talking about love and relationships, it's always like, oh, he loved this girl, this girl loved this guy. Uh, oh, they broke up. Oh, they got a new girlfriend, a new boyfriend. It's always like this repetitive cycle, right? But nobody actually ever digs deeper and tries to talk about like, you know, what you should actually feel or like, what is it okay to feel a certain way, whether it's okay to feel sad, to feel heartbroken, whether it's okay to reflect on whether it was a good relationship or a bad, a bad relationship or whether it's like a relationship with your parents or your siblings, your loved ones, your cousins, your grandparents, etc., whatever it is. But I want to talk about like uh, relationships with like uh, your your parents and your kids so uh, growing up you know uh, in an asian household um as a second generation uh, we kind of balance between like being american and being asian and when that happens it's like your your parents such as my parents they were kind of strict about like us speaking english in the household so it's like my dad when he was uh, at home we couldn't speak english so every time we spoke english he would probably like scold us or he probably like hit us on the butt and be like hey son what did I say about English in the house? And it's like, okay, fine. We'll, we'll switch to like either Mandarin or speaking Vietnamese. So, but with my brothers, we always spoke English around the household. So it's like, um, we got used to that, right? So every time if we had to speak like any other language other than, than English, it's super awkward, right? It's like when you first start to speak or when you first meet somebody for the first time and you speak, for example, you speak like Japanese with like, uh, that person you're gonna speak Japanese with that person for like the rest of like the years that you know this person because it's what you guys feel comfortable doing but then when you try to switch it up it takes some time to adjust so what I'm trying to say is that like as a child you know the relationship with your siblings is is important because it's all dependent on how you're raised right so if your parents raise you like for example if you had a brother or a sister and your parents raise you guys together and if you're an older sibling and you always get good grades in school and you always get good marks and your younger sibling, like your younger brother or younger sister, if they're like not as intelligent and they get bad grades, if as a parent, if you say like, hey, you know, uh, so-and-so did a lot better, like Van did a lot better than you, like Michael, how come you can't do, uh, you can't score as high as Van can, like he's such a good student, he studies hard, why can't you do the same thing? So as a parent, that's like the number one red flag thing to do. I think, I mean, I can only speak on my experience because I'm not a parent, I don't have kids, I don't have, you know, anything like that yet, but I can say that uh, growing up, I think, uh, I still love my parents to this day, but I think sometimes it's tough to like uh, get close with them, and I think a lot of the times it's due to the fact that uh, when you grow up with them as a child, how they... Uh, treat you how they talk to you how they compare you to your other siblings is really important because when you compare you're creating an environment where like two people are like competing against each other 
And if you feel like you're like the lesser of the two, then you're not as important and you're not as loved to, you know, you're not as loved in your own eyes and you're not, you lose, lose kind of self-esteem and you lose self-confidence because of that. So I think um, in this topic of like love and relationship, I think it's good to like love each person as an individual and not as like, you know, comparing the person to like other people. So it's like when you love and you kind of see each person's strength you know like for example everybody has has different strengths and different weaknesses right just because you score better in school or just because you do better in class or get better grades doesn't mean you're the better person because this other person's strength you know it might be with like doing things hands-on like they're better at like fixing cars or like fixing broken things they're better at like um translating languages they're better at like maybe cleaning up or like uh they're better in terms of like talking to people interperson- uh, interpersonally, like giving them advice, you know, like everybody has different strengths. So as, as a person with a high EQ and, you know, like having done like, um, like therapy work in the past, I think that, you know, if you learn to like embrace every person's differences and, and you create this safe environment where your kid can kind of like, um, open up about anything with, uh, you as a parent, as a mom or a dad, then that you create a healthy environment for your kid to thrive in. So I think, Going to that love and relationship topic, I think you can learn to love your kid, um, but you can also learn to be tough on them in a certain way. So I remember uh, this story I came across on Instagram, right? And it was I'm trying to paint this picture for you guys in like a like a uh, like a like going through like words, right? Rather than showing you guys through a picture. So um, there was a picture of of a mom and her kid, right? And there's two families, right? One family was looking at a homeless person uh, cleaning trash for a living. And the other family was also looking at the same homeless person cleaning trash. But the first mom, the first family, right? He, she told her son, hey, if you don't study hard in school, you're going to end up like him, right? So that what she's basically trying to say is that if you don't study well and do good in school, uh, you're going to be like this homeless guy, which is a bad thing because just because he's picking up trash for a living, uh, it means that he's not doing well in life and he's unsuccessful. All right. That's that's picture one. So the picture two is that like the family with the mom, the son, the, the mom looks at the homeless person and says, son, if you don't do well in school, um, then you might not have a good life for yourself. But if you do do well in school, you can help this homeless guy right so it's like the perspective is so, it's so different right so growing up i remember um we, we used to go out and uh you know like we would ride around in the cars and my mom would always keep like a couple of one dollar bills in the car and for those of you guys that are listening to other countries one dollar in the u.s is not that much right in Taipei, in taiwan it's like about 30 nt uh in vietnam it's about like uh i think it's a thousand a thousand uh Dong. Dong means like it's the amount that it costs in Vietnam. And then uh, I guess so what I'm trying to say is that like $1 in the U.S. is not that much. But if you're going to give it to like somebody like a homeless person, it means a lot. Right. But like my mom wasn't like the smartest person on, uh, you know, in this world. But she actually taught me a lot of my like my mannerisms, like how to deal with people, um, like family etiquette. Like if you go into like a person's house and you're like a stranger, how should you behave like what should you do? You shouldn't just do what you feel is right. You know, you got to like, like carry yourself, you know, in a, in a classy way. So my mom would always give 
these these like one dollar bills or one or two dollars like all these homeless guys and she would say hey son if you give this money to this person like it's not the amount that you give and it doesn't matter what people think or what people say it's you giving it because you want to give it from your heart right so my mom would teach me all these little lessons in life and growing up like even now like um, out of all the people in my family like I have the best like relationship with my mom so I think going back to the topic that Chang brought up between love and relationship I think love and relationship they go hand in hand if you give love you'll receive love right and when you receive love and give love in the same way I think your relationships whether they're with like your family your siblings your loved ones I think they all um, come together and it, it makes everything more beautiful like you're a healthier happier person so I think when you when I when I'm talking about this topic from like this standpoint of like family and parents and siblings I think it's more meaningful because a lot of people just want to focus on like you know finding the right boyfriend the right girlfriend the husband the wife but we kind of neglect um you know the relationship the bond between like your your immediate family and I think that's also equally important so I think um I hope this these discussions do help you chain um you know and I I know I couldn't fit in in the last podcast um I talked about all those other topics uh what was it workplace experiences uh interview topics and so I think this second podcast concludes that part two of your post that you wrote to me on hello talk and you know I hope that you get something away from this and uh I'm curious to see and hear what your experiences are like. And I know a couple of you guys are actually very responsive to me on Holotalk. And I hope you guys continue to send me requests because I think it's really interesting to see what other people want to hear and want to talk about. And I'm actually very surprised that people actually listen because um, when I first started doing podcasts, I was like, who the hell is going to listen to me talk? You know, sometimes I talk about all this random shit. And I think now it's like the more you do it, the more consistent you are and the more people actually care about what i what i think so i think that's really awesome so i appreciate every one of you guys that take the time out to listen to me and uh keep the questions coming keep the requests coming my way and i will definitely take time to record and give you guys more about what i think on edges and 30k podcast so with that being said it's about 10 15 p.m here in los angeles and i'm tuning out got a early day at work tomorrow and uh, hope you guys have a great day wherever you are. Stay positive, stay happy, and uh, try not to cry. All right, talk to you all soon. Good night. Peace.